Mission Pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. Yesterday I started... First day uh, of spring. First day of spring, yeah. Yeah, yeah so during this ice storm, uh, it's the free water ice day at Rita's. <laughs> Are you serious? Is it's that free today? water ice day everywhere. Yeah, it's, you know... Just outside. Woke up and open your mouth and then, uh, you know, pour some cherry, cherry, cherry in. syrup into your mouth at the same time. <laughs> but no, I started Life all this... Hack. Life hack. Life hack. I started all this yard work yesterday. So now I just have these, like, great big piles of leaves that I, like, raked up. Raking is hard, by the way. I have, like, blisters all over my hands. I always kind of liked raking, though, but yeah. it's a big yard. It was cool, yeah. It was a big. It's a big yard, though, so I had to put off uh, the rest of my yard work because of this ice storm that we're having. You guys got a lawnmower happy, over there? Happy spring, everyone. Yeah, we have a lawnmower. <laughs> happy like, is it a, a, like a mechanical one, or is it no, gas? It's, it's like an old gas one, you know, from like the 90s. Still does the trick and stuff, though? It does the trick and stuff. It's but all right. I wanted to rake the leaves before I, you know, shredded the leaves and just threw them everywhere into smaller bits, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, weatherizing is what I've been doing. So you, you're not just raking the leaves, you're raking the ground. What? And, I'm not uh, familiar with this. It, like, spreads the dirt, and uh, more grass can grow easily that way. Oh, because all the grass is already dead from, like, the... Yeah, yeah. It spreads yeah. nitrogen It's like, around, uh, yeah. like, combing the lawn, basically. No, I'm not familiar with this. Well, I, I live in a cod dough. My, my dad taught me this uh, lesson when I was a kid, and I thought it was such bullshit when I was a kid. Because he was, like, he was always, like, after winter, he was, like, go weatherize the lawn. Uh-huh. I'm like, Dad, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's nothing. Is that like weatherizing You just car? made that up to get me out of the house. But now, like, yeah, I'm looking out at my lawn now, and, like, I have, like, almost my own lawn now, and I'm like, this It's lawn... like a genetic thing. Yeah, it's I'm like, like this kicking lawn, in. This I lawn was, needs to be weatherized. I was raised by a landscaper. Uh-huh. I grew up around that shit my whole life. So. And that's a real thing? That's a real thing, because what you're supposed to do is you're not supposed to... Like, you can rake up as many leaves as you want, but eventually, inevitably, leaves will be in the yard. So you just you 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 can keep some leaves, like a good amount of cover, and then as winter say, like you cut the lawn and it shreds it all around and mm-hmm. provides a good amount of nitrogen to the lawn. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So when spring starts to kick in and the frost is like no longer there, uh-huh. it will help your lawn grow richer and fuller, and it will avoid patch spots. Mm-hmm. If you look in our backyard now. Yeah. That that grass has just like cons- we didn't we didn't break anywhere back there and just like consumed the weeds. Yeah. But it's yeah. been looking nice, like the the exterior of the house. I got a good look at it the other day, like uh, that little back porch area that you cleared out. Uh huh. Yeah, like, Winter, you've been doing a good job out there, buddy. Yeah, I've been trying to make it look good for like the summer, you know. So I'm just doing little things here and there. Barbecue season. So that way, like when it's like. When we're all like exposed, you know, after winter time, we don't just look like kind of like a <laughs> dumpy. Well, and plus you know, we have plenty of house. we have plenty of foliage coverage, so exactly. That, that so helps. yeah, I want the foliage to be able to grow in evenly instead of like all splotchy, like it kind of does. Yeah. So I've just been kind of like yeah, combing the yard. Combing the yard. I was gonna start a fire uh, today, but I had to you look. Tried. Up, yeah, I had to look up a whole bunch of like fire laws in Lansdowne because sometimes you know it's like only one Saturday of the month you can do that, but. 
I know in Middletown where I grew up, they kind of changed that law. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering if they changed it around here and you can just have a fire anytime you want. One way to find out. One way to find out. Start yeah, pretty close to That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I guess if I start a fire and a cop rolls up, then I can't start this fire. We've had a lot of fires over there. Yeah, like, but yeah, we've had a lot of like, like we've had a lot of like bonfires and stuff. But I'm talking like burning leaves and all that crap. You know, uh, I think now it's a little late. Creating, have, creating I, a lot of smoke. I think, yeah, you know? no, it was, if you have a lot of smoke, especially like since we're right next to Lansdowne Avenue, uh-huh. a lot of that spilling over. Yeah, somebody somebody's driving. gonna see smoke and be like, "There's a fire in Lansdowne. <laughs> Bring the trucks." I think that's why at night you can get away with it a lot more too, because then it's just like, ah, it just spills over. Yeah, fine. just a bunch of hooligans. Oh, man. Don't mind the hooligans. I uh, actually interacted with the uh, Lansdowne police the other day. Oh, yeah? Like, I lost my wallet. Oh, okay, and yeah. So, like, I was so, like, stressed out about it that, like, I actually... Well, like, the part of the route that I might have lost it on was, like, right by the uh, the Lansdowne police station. So I just stopped in to be like, hey, you know, I don't know. Might as like, well, you know. Yeah, report it stolen if or you're right missing there, or whatever. The lady you asked didn't look uh, very No, no, that's usually my interactions with police. Is Anytime I seek out the police, they're like, why are you fucking wasting why my time Why are you bothering us? Yeah, yeah, like, okay, one time I was in Philadelphia. I might have actually told this story on the air before, but, like, really briefly, me and Windsor were walking along. We saw this car that had clearly been broken into. There was, like, you know, broken glass, side mirror yeah. and, yeah, glass everywhere. And so I'm like, let's call 911 like, report it. Do the right thing. Yeah, and so I called them, and they were like, is it your car? And I'm like... No. And they're like, well, what are you calling us for? <laughs> Break the other fucking windows then. <laughs> yeah. Take whatever you want. It's yours now. Yeah, right? Yeah. Is there a stereo in there? <laughs> uh, is it a good one? They got cash in there? Guys, look through the CDs. What do they got? Yeah. Any more set? I had my. I had a few encounters with the Lansdowne police oh. living here. Oh, no. I had a few encounters uh, living here with Lansdowne police, but uh, my favorite one was one time I was taking this dog for a walk in this park. And uh, it is the park on the other end of Nyack towards uh, Union. I can't remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's that small little park there. Yeah, sure. Uh, and I don't know what it's called. I was, well, I was walking mm-hmm. this dog, and, I, and my idea was to walk the perimeter of the park and just get a nice walk in. It was just a quick little walk. And we get, we get into the park, and as I'm, like, reaching, like, halfway around one part of the perimeter, I look across the street, and across the street are those, like, little, like, row houses, the mm-hmm. little brick row houses, mm-hmm. and if you look, they have lawns with, like, these big hills on them right in front that, like, dip down in the street, and right on top of one of the hills, like, dead across from us was this little dog, this, like, it was, pro- like, really tiny, probably didn't weigh more than, like, 10 pounds, mm-hmm. staring directly at us. With no leash or owner nearby, yeah. and just stares at us for a minute, and then bolts across the street. Yeah, runs towards our dog, and just starts like going up, like, like messing with the dog, just like ah, and like nipping at its ankles and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I start screaming like for help, being like, <laughs> help! <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is there anybody who wants this dog? And like, it wasn't being. Like, it wasn't being vicious. It was just overly excitable. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you weren't in danger, but and you were at least in with an the awkward dog. position. And I didn't want to, like, drag... Every time I try to drag the dog away, or, you know, like, pull the dog away from this other dog, mm-hmm. it just kept following us. It kept fucking with us. And, I and you're like, to, help, police! But I was also like, I was also like, I didn't want to leave the dog in a place where it was going to be left out into the elements. It was like, you know, around this time of year. Uh-huh. So I was really concerned, and I was like, I didn't know what to do. So I had the Lansdowne Police Station, uh, not 911, but their, like, station number. Yeah. My phone. So I called them. 
And I tell them what's going on. This lady's like, so what's going on? I'm like, this little dog just won't leave us alone. It's like nipping at my... I don't know this dog. This dog... I don't know if it's like... has ra- I don't know if it's a strange dog. Like, I don't know what's going on. It might be a on. ghost dog. Yeah, and so the lady, lady does like a really big heavy sigh like, hold on. So she patches me through to this other guy and uh, he's like, all right, where are you? And I, I tell the police officer where I'm at. He's like, all right, just wait five minutes or so. We'll send someone over. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, uh, an officer who I've dealt with before, he came to our house once for fireworks and, uh, like, a, I, I think a show once. And he was fairly a reasonable cop. Mm-hmm. Came over and he waves like this. Like, he's like, come forward to me. So I start walking the dog towards him and this dog's still going at it. Like, nipping at my ankles, nipping at this dog's ankles. Mm-hmm. And just keeps going. And so I bring the dog close to him and he comes up behind. And he the, shoots it. <laughs> he comes up behind the dog, the lower dog grabs it by the collar and just picks it up like this <laughs> and puts it in the back of his car. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I know this dog. He's like, this dog gets out all the time. This dog's always causing oh, shit. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, and he's like, the dog lives right there. And then we're just standing there, he takes some of my information, and, he's, and as he's doing that, he lights up a cigarette mm-hmm. and he just starts casually talking to me. And we have like a casual conversation for like yeah. 10 minutes and then he's like, well... I better get back to work. Looks like my break's over. I'll, I'll see you later. And gets in, drives away. Oh, that's a relatively positive <laughs> that, interaction. That, 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 I know, yeah. His wedding. The, the, the one, uh, one of the negative. Uh, when I got my base stolen from from Pud mm-hmm. out, out of our van, I went to report that. And they're like, "All right, well, can you tell me anything about like this?" And I had like this. I had everything about this base: serial number, yeah. make and model, whole nine yards. I didn't know bases had serial numbers. And, but, oh yeah, I had oh, yeah. it memorized. And the guy uh, looks at me. He's like, "Well." Uh, yeah, we're not going to find it. He, like, literally told me, he's like, yeah, we're not going to find it. <laughs> I was like, so if someone comes on our property, you steal shit out of our van, you're not going to do anything? He's like, yeah, unless you have any, like, witness. And I'm like, no. And he's like, nope, yeah, not going to find it. <laughs> Be great if he had, like, a reason why. Like, he's like, oh, you're going to deny everybody the chance to play music? <laughs> <laughs> Just get, get, put his sunglasses on, on and gets yeah. back in his car. Anyway, uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Uh, this is a podcast in which we discuss the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, one minute at a time, having never seen it before. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us today, we have... Bungler. Bungler, welcome back to the show. Bungler yeah, is nice. back. This is a podcast about the movie Mystic Pizza, directed by Donald Petrie in 1988, starring Vincent D'Onofrio, Lily Taylor, Julia Roberts, Annabeth Gish, George R. R. Martin. Uh-huh. Yeah. He has a little small cameo. Uh, he does? Yeah, he, he plays the uh he plays JoJo's uh ex boyfriend. Was actually. he was he well known at this point? Uh, I thought he was just No, but he was like sixty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, 60. How but a very young looking sixty. So. Yeah, he still had that conductor's hat on. Mm-hmm. You'll see him. Anyway. Wait, so, he plays uh, uh, he plays Charlie's little brother. Uh, scrappy. <laughs> so, uh, what happens in this minute, Windsor? No, I was trying to think of uh, the names of uh, the actors who play um, Tim and Charlie. There's Adam Stork. Adam he Stork. Plays, um, who does Adam Stork play? Does Adam He's Stork play Tim. Charlie? No, I think Adam Stork is Charlie. Is and it? Tim is William R. Moses. Oh, yeah. That sounds yeah. right. So, I know a whole lot about the movie. Mr. Apparently, Pizza, more than I do. Especially Minute 78, which we're on today. Yeah, so what happens? So, um,. Before I go into the minute, let's talk about the last minute. You know, Tim and Cat uh, are hooking up, first in the attic of Elias Montrose's house, and then in uh, Tim's Volvo outside Very sensible of his own car. house. It's raining, so they jump out of the car, it's raining, they're like running into They're Tim's house, time of their lives. and then the last minute ended. 
Now, before we watch this minute, oh yeah, yeah, uh, Paul here made a bet. What was your bet? I I said that without a doubt in my mind, because of the, the fact they were so happy together and they were running back into this house, that Tim's mysterious wife was going to be there. And sure enough, yeah. Nikki, and I said no. Yeah, yeah she's there. I was she's, like, she's I was like, it would be really her. cool if that happened. And then lo and behold, Nikki Travers shows Nikki up. Nikki Travers. Hey, look at the wife screenwriters of, of this Travers. movie pulling a fast one on me. Oh man! So yeah, we Twist are and turns. we are in the throes of Mystic Pizza right now. People. Yeah, shit is going down. Nikki Travers just showed Some up. Serious. She shit. is looking terribly nineties. Oh yeah, she's got like a big triangle afro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you call that? Where it's uh, they, the style of hair? Is that? Uh, that's I a think perm. It's, I think it's called a It's called a lion's mane. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's yeah. a lion's mane with great big like Titanic shoulders. So she's there and yeah, she's looking very shoulders. at home. You know, she's the queen of the castle. She's like you know. She's uh, like the mom from Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, and so oh, like Tim, show she's up. She's like, oh Tim, darling. <laughs> I'm back. I caught the morning flight. They Welcome come in the front have door. Some champagne. And Jojo is all like, oh, there they are. Yeah, so Jojo's there, and Jojo was babysitting Phoebe, filling in for Cat because Tim and Cat had a date. Turns out their date was in the attic of an unfinished house. Mm. Well, clearly <laughs> they hooked up. Something sexual Very, yeah, nature happened. They were uh, they were doing some... Both flustered. Some uh, questionable... Yeah, they blush. stood up. Excuse in the me. last... When they were kissing in the attic, they, like, stood up to kiss, which... That implies that, like... Shirts are coming off. That's it. Yeah. They were looking well, down at each other and like no mattress either. So maybe they were standing the whole time. Uh-huh. I don't know. They, they just did, did they, some they, like vertical. I think it was did, led to the imagination of the Kama Sutra kind of stuff. Tim, Tim was like, "Let me show you how to do it this way." Oh, good God! Uh-huh. <laughs> good God! I'm sorry, everybody. That's the worst thing I've ever said. Yes. That's, that's, no, so, no, I, I, I like it. Let's she's keep, only seventeen. But, but JoJo being a good friend. Throws, uh, as you can see, like what Nikki's back is turned to JoJo, mm-hmm. and JoJo's facing from behind Cat, yeah. and says, "Oh, you're back! Did you get that medicine in time to your mother?" And she's like pointing at Nikki. Yeah, she's like gesturing. And she's like, "How's your mother? Did you get that medicine?" And her like, face. Play along. And yeah, her, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, JoJo, good. She's friend. doing the wide eyes thing. Yeah, yeah she's holding it down, JoJo. She's, just she's trying to keep the order here. Like and... that's not exactly like a great lie, but it's like. It's hey, a, it's, it a lie, it's a lie enough. Yeah, and uh, so then uh, what was what, what happens then? Like Nikki, uh, Tim looks horrified. Yeah, Tim totally looks horrified. just speechless, looking Thrown at his off. wife. Although uh, I have some questions about why he looks so horrified in this scene, mm-hmm. but I'll get to that. Let's uh, at the relevant time. And so, so um, you you don't really get the impression that Nikki really knows what's going on. Any no. any sensible person well, would. Does really? she? I mean, because like, okay, so like, First of all, this is super suspicious because she shows up and there's a babysitter there, right? Uh-huh. And then the babysitter apparently tells her like, "I'm here filling in for the other, other babysitter, babysitter yeah. who's out with your husband," uh-huh. and they come running in from the rain, laughing, yeah, all and, like, flush in the face, yeah. And they just so come in like Jojo's ah. idea. Jojo was holding it down with Nikki while Tim and Cat were out, telling Nikki that Tim had to take Cat to go get medicine for their sick mother. And what a lucky uh, span of time that must have passed that it was believable. Yeah, how you lo- know what I mean? How like, long do you think uh, Jojo was sitting with Nikki? That's the it thing. It can't be that long. Can't it didn't seem long, like right. it was that long because if it was more than like 
even like I feel like if it was even because it's a small town. I feel like if it was more than even a half an hour, mm-hmm. yeah, that like forty threw, minutes tops. Yeah, that would have thrown some shade on being like, "What's taking my husband and this babysitter I'm hearing so much about yeah. from and my daughter?" And she was probably spitting stuff like, "Oh, it's raining. You know how the roads are when right. it's rainy." And so yeah, there was a tree down, darling. I swear, <laughs> Nikki must have just showed up because um, she's still in relatively a good mood. She's like, "Hello, your cat. You're yeah. the one that uh, Phoebe's been talking." I've heard so much about you. Yeah, because T- Phoebe always talks on the but phone boom. about Cat. Uh, and Cat's like, Cat's almost crying right now. She's it really like, was uh, smart of her to, like, come up with the correct lie for this situation. She kind of came up with, like, the only... Like, because, like, I uh, if I was in that situation, if I was in her, in those shoes, I might be like, oh, I can't let them know that, like, I'm not the babysitter, so maybe <laughs> I'm Cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Wait, there's... Two cats, but then, but then, just a mystery girl shows up at his door, and then you have to be like, "This is my friend Jojo, who is out with your husband for some reason." Hey, hey, Jojo, good to see you, Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) How how was your night with uh, you know? So, all right, so we don't know how much. This wife knows about her husband. Do we know how long she's away for? I wrote down, like, okay, well, uh, yeah, she's been away for a few months, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, And she says... And she, the the wife, Nikki, makes it seem like everything's fine in the marriage. Right, well, as way of... Okay, so for... uh, Okay, I guess I'll skip to that. Which, uh, I have a question, is maybe does Nikki know? Like, maybe they just have an arrangement, you know? Like, oh, like an uh-huh. open marriage sort of thing. Well, not, maybe not even an open marriage, but if people are traveling in a relationship for, like, long times, you might have an understanding or something, you know? Right. That's like, very, uh... It's the great. 80s. Yeah. People have, you know, people have... The later 80s. ...different types of relationships. Let's be honest. I mean, they were married, so I mean, maybe they made this not. arrangement in, like, 83. And look, if he's a Yale man... And of still 70, have it on, you if know, If he's a Yale man of 77, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that means that, you know, a lot of... I mean, come on, that was the same year as uh, W. So a lot of cocaine and alcohol going through that school. Mm-hmm. People were doing all sorts of crazy naked things. It was the 70s. It was a rich Connecticut town. Right. Yeah, yeah people are very... Throwing their inhibitions Like, maybe the they're the kind of couple where, uh, you know, Tim comes home and, like, tells her about all the hot sex that she he had with, like, this 18-year-old babysitter. And she's had hot sex with, like, and then, random you know, young men abroad. And, you know, uh-huh. they're, like, having, like, just crazy, like, S&M sex while they're discussing yeah. this or something. What if something? in the next minute, uh, Nikki walks up to Cat and just starts playing with her hair, being like, <laughs> Tim, Tim told me all about <laughs> you. Like, you're, yes, yes, you're, you're a fine selection. You have very nice skin. But uh, come back for breakfast. I think you, but probably you not. might be onto something there, but I don't think that's what's happening. No, I don't think that's Would what's you happening like me either. To but say what I think is going to happen. Oh, uh, sure. Or no, no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me interject because the way I knew this was going to happen was mm-hmm. most '80s films had this formula, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. was the extreme ecstasy between two people, where it's like, oh my god, they're going to fall off. This is great. Two. And it was always in the 80s, just this thing of, like, immediate pain. Mm-hmm. Immediate dissolution. Yeah, suddenly the person's like, why are you in that car with that mannequin? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mannequin Minute. We should do Mannequin Minute. Oh, I would love to do Mannequin Minute. That took place around here. That's yeah, it. yeah. It was filmed in uh, Waldorf. Wanamaker's, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I that's think how, it was that Ween, Ween said that in, um, or no, wait. Woolworth's. Uh, Woolworth's, wait, hold on, wait. It was one of the Mannequin W's. Mannequin was... They, wait, they, in the song, they said it's filmed at World War Street. Right, it was made at Wanamakers. Yeah, Wanamakers. Yeah. So anyway... Um, but, uh, what was it going to say? Uh, I, I don't exactly think that this is going to happen, but it might end up happening because uh, this was certainly a surprise. Uh, I think uh, 
Nikki Travers is like acting really nice right now at the moment oh, because the there's like a, there's guests in the house, you know. She has to be she's real got, nice yeah. for the guests, and she's like, "Hello, Tim. You know, I'm back and everything." And she's like, "Oh, nice to meet you, Cap." Blah blah blah. Once these girls leave, she's gonna be like, "What the fuck, Tim?" Yeah, absolutely. What was Again, that all about? Tim? You obviously I, were like speechless when you walked in. You turned white as a ghost. Yeah, Although I don't I, think we're going to see that scene. Yeah, I don't think but, we're going to see and that like, scene. I'm either. surprised too that Nikki didn't read Cat because I mean, she's she's practically in tears. The poor. Th- I knew mm. she was. Good. I knew this guy was. Yeah, and this girl. Her. This girl in front of her is about to cry. This girl behind her is lying like a. You it's know, gesticulating wildly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Just really emphasizing anything. the names of and the he's, sentences. Yeah, he's barely Your saying mother. a word. He's standing there staring at Kat. Mm. I mean, like, unless this woman's incredibly naive. Yeah, Tim, uh, way to go, William R. Moses on like Okay, uh, so wait, here's another question. Why did she show up unexpected at all? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Uh, okay. Because, yeah, like, usually, I mean, I don't no know how it was in the 1980s, she did say, she but, did... like, the whole, like, I got lucky and caught the morning plane, which is what she says. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, how did that work? Do you, like, show to the airport? <laughs> And up to the airport, and they're like, hey, if you want, you know, there's a flight leaving right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're like, oh, perfect. I guess I'll uh, switch yeah. to that well, one. You with the pearls on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I just don't understand how you yeah, can Have get we lucky. got a spot for you? Well, well, then we also have to consider, too, if that's the case, how much is Tim keeping from Kat? Because as you said, he's been pretty vague about the whole scenario. Right, because so he, maybe he knew that this woman was coming back in the, the next, next day. day. Right, because right. even if it wasn't the morning flight, if we said it was the evening flight... Which still makes him a dick, because he, if he... First of yeah, all, he's, he's like, my wife's going to be home tomorrow. tomorrow. Last tonight, chance. tonight, i got to like make it with this poor young, yeah. this poor young oh, lady that's a, and take advantage of her. That's a really good point. I don't know. Like, I would assume Kat both, had no idea that this was a possibility. Nikki and Tim seem like they're both in a loveless marriage, but for the, for the sake of showmanship, mm-hmm. they're putting on this guise that... Or for the sake fun. of Phoebe, possibly. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, Phoebe's what a toddler. They could still get a divorce and be relatively happy. Oh yeah, I don't know. People had it's it's nineteen eighty. This is when know. the divorce rate started to skyrocket. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that people were like eager to do it. You know. True. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Still, I, I don't like. I knew I didn't like this guy, Tim. Right from the previous episode, and Tim, now my my suspicions are confirmed. Tim is looking very. I'm bad a little here. confused about like how we're supposed to be like seeing Tim at this point in the movie because I, like, he's I, an don't, ass. I don't feel like the movie itself is playing up the he's an ass thing. Yes, he is an ass. He's an ass. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm wondering how much of that is our modern sensibilities and how much of that was like the actual like writer's intention. Yeah, exactly. So when they like, were writing this, was this a thing where they were like, this might be the worst you see Tim in this movie, you know? Because mm. this is the worst we've seen him so far. His like expression is blank. He's white in the face, and he's just speechless about what to do in this situation. He's horrified. Uh huh. He lost this minute. Yeah, yeah. Because like, because <laughs> yeah, he, he, he seems as horrified, loser. like close to as horrified as as a cat is. And mm. so like, the fact that the camera like lingered on his horrified face to me says that we're supposed to empath- empathize with him at least a little bit. No, mm-hmm. no. I, I think the filmmakers think. All that. right, but yeah, then these yeah. filmmakers are terrible people to an extent, just to be like, well. Look, give exactly. the guy a chance. They're all on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> 1988. Give the here. guy a chance. He's just, you know, goofing around with his wife yeah. and, you know, hurting well, his poor no, daughter. No. Okay, so, like, just to play devil's advocate a little bit here, I think what the filmmakers probably intended, if, if I'm correct and if it doesn't turn out that he 
he's just a huge jerk. Mm-hmm. But it, this this is a genuine, you know, this is true love. This was like they were swept up in the motion, and how can you be mad at true love, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, then mm-hmm. we don't know anything, too, about this wife. What if, what if this wife has some, like, incredible information on Tim that's, like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, like, she knows that, you know, in 76, when they were both at Yale together... He let uh, a, a, a one of his buddies drown uh, in a river. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were both getting the hammered. They were both getting hammered by the river, and, and then sure enough, he was like, yeah, he fell off the boat, and mm-hmm. he didn't do anything, and he just let him drown. But at the same time, he was sleeping with like that dude's woman. Uh-huh. So then, like you know, uh, she was like, she saw all this play out, and she's like, you're gonna marry me, take care of me, we're gonna have children together. And I'm going to be able to do whatever I want. And you can do whatever you want, but you always have to remember that you're on a tight leash. I don't know. Well, like, we don't know. I think... Uh, but at like, the same so time, what I, like, I think for business. What I, what, I like to believe, to, uh, what I like to believe is that he's just a terrible, cheating bastard. Do you think mm-hmm. um, she... I mean, we don't really know what her job is specifically, but is she the primary breadwinner in the relationship, Ooh, you think? okay. I think we're probably going to find out that she is. I would assume she is, because she's, like, she's away for months at a time. She I just mean, runs some multinational corporation Wait, it's, or something. it's not like he's any slouch in the money-making department, because no, he's doing but okay. She's clearly... But it seems like she's doing really well if she's, like, doing months-long business trips. Yeah. Right. You know. Making deals with, like, you know, uh, Arab Emirate sort of people. I don't, I don't know. What, what, what also, the I, uh, she's, like, helping them open Euro Disney. I think there's a little doing, note here that you know what uh, she's doing. She's down. She's down in South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, arms uh, dealing. Yeah, arms dealing. Mm-hmm. Trying to take out the uh, uh, the bandistas. You know, just just trying mm-hmm. to wipe them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I wrote a little story. note that uh, Nikki looks a little bit older than Tim. Yeah, uh, I uh, I think that's a good observation. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but they like, went to college together, so they're they actually did go to the same college age. together. Okay. She could be aged. So she's just old looking because, uh, because she works so much. She yep. has these giant shoulder pads on with pearls. Well, I think also the possibly the these actors are actually of the same age, and we as Hollywood consumers yeah. like are used to younger females with older males. Right. You true. Know, that's, that's so true. common in movies, like. See any Woody so, Allen movie, for instance, like, <laughs> or don't. That's even better well, yet. every Woody Allen film is him playing out his old. <laughs> or I don't know. I, I still, fantasies. I still like some Woody Allen movies. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about that. Oh, What's God. your favorite Woody Allen movie? My favorite Woody Allen movie is the one that's going on right now. I like I like the wackier ones, like Bananas. Bananas, yeah. I was about bananas to... is good. That's all right. Uh, yeah, it has moments, but I, what, I, I never was... enjoyed a Woody Allen film. Even really? before I knew anything about him, I grew as up as a child. I like, like I remember when I first saw Annie Hall when I was like twelve or thirteen, and I was like, "This isn't funny." You what know, was the uh, what was the black and white one that had like a UFO at the end of it? That oh. that is not a Woody Allen. That film. That is that's not a, a Woody that's Allen. That's a Coen film? Brothers film called "The Man Who Wasn't There." What do you mean? I don't know that. No, one. no, no. That's not what I'm. Black and white about. film with a UFO at the end of it. That's the man who wasn't there. Is there is a Woody Allen film. It was in black and white. At the end, there was a UFO. Somebody at the has end a, a thing in his mouth. And uh, I swear it exists. I just don't know the name. That's my favorite Woody Allen film. Okay, I'll accept it. Anyway, to never be discussed again. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. Let's just, let's just open the whole case against and Woody still, Allen. And she still Day has... number one. Woody Allen marries what's-her-face. <laughs> that blonde chick from Rosemary's Mia Baby. Ro- Mia Farrow. Yeah. Uh, uh, what a bummer. Uh, I, I mean, I grew up, like, 
my mom and me are like Jewish intellectual types, so of mm-hmm. course we watched a lot of Woody Allen movies. Yeah. You know? What about Mel Brooks? What about Mel Brooks? I don't. Well, know. I mean, yeah, like I, 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 I don't particularly like Mel Brooks. What? I don't particularly no, like Mel Brooks. come on. I don't know. I guess it was before my time. Young Frankenstein. I didn't really know too much about him until I was like in my later teens. I have some respect for him as a person and stuff. Yeah. He seems perfectly. Yeah, his cool. movies swept up a whole nation. Yeah, and like they're, you know, like they're good. Mm. I'm just not in love with them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have like a. Watch High Anxiety. That's one of my favorites of his. Yeah, I should. I've seen it, but I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, but watch High Anxiety now, or watch High Anxiety when you're like twelve. Uh, I could watch it now, still. I, mean, I, I still find it. Yeah, but did you, you, you want to end up this see... podcast and watch High Anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> I think I started to watch that once. It's a good one. I've and seen it. And I was it. like, I'm too old to get into this right now. I wish I was twelve. I wish I was twelve and watching High Anxiety. I'm wondering. Ugh, I might have seen it like when I was first getting into film. It's like, what if you just saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail right now? I think Monty Python and the Holy Grail would 100 percent hold yeah. up. I think it's actually less. I think, I, I think exactly. it's less funny because you've already seen, seen it, it a million so many times. Games. But if it was like a fresh thing that nobody had heard oh, of yeah. and you mm-hmm. saw right now, it would like, still hold Holy up. shit! That that's amazing. Well, anything Monty Python still my favorite. Like yeah. they're they're easily. That's my one of the things where the the fans ruined it a little bit. Like. Like, you I know, so. like, I would love to see that in a theater by myself, <laughs> because, <laughs> because anyone else in that theater would uh, absolutely would ruin it. screaming, like, yeah, all the uh, lines. Well, that's the thing. It's like, anytime I watch Monty Python with somebody who has not seen, and, like, whether it's Holy Grail or uh, it's my absolute favorite Life of Brian or uh, Meaning of Life, or yeah, any of the flying circuses, it's just a matter of, like, you got to let the person absorb it as if it's, like, your mm. first time. Because, like... Because when you, like, do the thing where, like, I can quote all the lines, too. I'm that type of nerd. Mm-hmm. But I don't like to do that in front of other people because then you're taken away right. for someone else. Like, yeah. yo, this, you should really hear how fucking funny Now, I don't is. think that's the case on every filmmaker. Like, for instance, to, uh, to quote an opposite example, I would say that you probably benefit for seeing... If you were seeing The Big Lebowski for the first time... Another yeah. great movie. ...probably benefit from seeing somebody who's seen it before because they can kind of help talk you through it a little bit. Well, I would say... I think your first time seeing that movie, you're going to be a little bit like, what's the big deal about well, this? Well, wait, wait, with that movie, that I feel like, what, when you say talk, I don't think it should be a thing like, with, with Python, people are just quoting along with it. Whereas, with, I think with a film like The Big Lebowski, the story just seems to like, it just seems to be like, nowhere. Yeah. It really is like, yeah. I, wait. And it's full of a lot of like, one-liners that you can use in your daily life. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? I think it's actually. Because it's about. Right. Like it's a, a little ruined. I on think that. someone. <laughs> I think right. there's a, a famous thing about The Big Lebowski that it's one of the most popular films with no plot. There really mm. is, like, no central plot to The Big Lebowski. I mean, uh, I, mean I don't it know if I agree with that It centers around a carpet. Sure. That's, like, the the crux of the film. Sure, it's a plot that's filled with a lot of red herrings and kind of dead ends, yeah, but, but it's mm. still. A, you know, it's, still, it's a detective no, story. No, not really. Yeah. There's nothing resolved at the end of it. There's like just yeah, but some detective stories, nothing was resolved yeah, by. Them. Right. Yeah, and then that becomes the uh, lesson at the end. Like, hey, we all just got into this big mess that like like it worked of, out. None of us end. had to yeah. be involved like, in at all. That's based off of the Big Sleep. Am I correct? Wow. Is it? Yeah, oh, it's I based off of the Big Sleep. And I, I, I've never read that myself. I'm actually meant to. I read uh, Farewell, My Lovely. That was good. Like, was Who that like that? did that? Wrap up at the end. Um, I don't know. I've never I read the Big Sleep. Yeah, that's. I never read that like in high school. Anyway, we're way off topic here. Uh, let's la- wrap this thing up. Uh, 
So uh, this was the Mystic Pizza Minute. This was the Mystic Pizza Minute. Thanks to Steve. Thanks no, to Bungler. No, it's not anymore. Yeah, all right. And also thanks to Bungler for guesting. Yeah, thanks for having the me. The first this, one was for the music. This, the second these, one was for the guesting. Doing the music these, for being a guest. These two episodes were and thrilling. Oh yeah, the episode, be- really the episode before was just such boring crap, and now it was like, oh, oh my man. god, yeah, this was like kind I of. I think like, we're gonna have a lot of thrilling episodes. We had, we had, this is the kind of uh, the, a chunk of minutes that had a lot of like really oh Twists shit, oh shit moments. You know? Oh shit, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're gonna and be- fuck Tim. Tim, yeah, fuck. Yeah, uh, that's my fuck, final word. Tim fuck can go Tim. fuck himself. Tim can go fuck himself. He's taking advantage of who a won this Really quick, who won? I say JoJo. 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 Jojo's an awesome friend because she, she held it down uh-huh. and she tried to save her friend's heart and face in the middle of all that disaster that could have happened if it was just them two. Yeah. And just being like, yo, let's get out of here. I saved your face. Let's go. And I really hope Jojo's going to turn around and be like, yo, fuck him. Don't go back. Well, You're jo- better than that. Jojo. You're better than that cat. Jojo's. Go the- to school. Find a, find a man who will love you. All jo- right. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. That's a lie. Yeah.